my my co-host Sean, this is going to be your first Christmas married to Ooh. Julia. Yeah, well, that's right. And that's super exciting. Yeah. So just speak Yay. to that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be my first Christmas with Julia. It's my first <laughs> Christmas married with Julia. Making, making traditions as a new family, yeah. right? It is, yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, and we have our tiny little apartment here in New York. So like we'll wake up Christmas morning there and I, I think we're still trying to figure out exactly what we're doing Christmas day. Um, <laughs> but I'll say like, I mean, one thing that I was just thinking about, I haven't given a whole lot of thought actually during Advent yet, but just like, even just with as a, as a married man now, as a husband and within a family, like thinking about how Advent is like the preparation for this like baby and the baby being the savior of the world. Like even just the idea of like, the pro, like we're moving, at, you know, just inevitably going into the future and moving closer to the stage where there will be children in our lives as well or not yet. But like thinking like the expectation of that and like, trying to like not only prepare myself for the coming of Christ in Advent, but like almost like a preparation in manhood and like the the being upright and like upstanding enough to be a good father in a way at some point in the future. I think that's like been somewhat of an element of it. Um, but I'm just, you know, it's been like the, the greatest like adventure and blessing to be married to Julia this last year. And our, our anniversary is on New Year's Eve. So to be able to like bring that in, to so we're kind of like coming down to the landing of our first year um and it's cool that every year it'll be like right around christmas time that's totally. awesome yeah what an amazing last an amazing last first <laughs> does that make sense amazing last first last of, first christmas with julia well no last last uh, last, <laughs> last first holiday christmas with julia. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Last oh, you're, you're gonna right. trigger her <laughs> I'm saying this is the last first holiday. Wait, what's that? <laughs> She's just so yeah. I just got that. It's, is that Wham or Taylor Swift? I was saying I this is going to be the last first holiday that you guys have as a married couple. Yes. Because right. you had your first Valentine's Day, your first 4th you of July, your first Easter. You did all the first together yes. except for this one. It, yeah. it's, May it's, it's something special. holiday feel like your first holiday yes. together. That's a good, that's a good uh, blessing. Your days be yeah. merry and bright. That's and, right. And frankly, like, I mean, if, if people have listened to my prior episodes, like they've heard stories about how my dad passed and everything. And like last Christmas was tough being the first one. It was only, you know, five months, six months after he passed. So... Now we're kind of like a year and a half out from that, and it's still trying to figure out like what the family traditions are going to be and everything as far as see, who we see extended family-wise and everything because things have just changed so much with that. Um, but like having my wife by my side through that is like is absolutely incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, I, that, I will say this though, like reflecting on our firsts, uh, you know, and the holidays. It was it was probably you know the starting point of a lot of contention oh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to well this is my tradition and I've been waking up and staying till midnight for my and well this is what we did and this mm -hmm. is what we did and sure. I'm not gonna say blown out fights about yeah, it but sure. it, like they're like it's 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 a tough thing it's a tough thing when you're married and and you gotta at the end of the day you need to surrender and say listen. You're right. I've been doing this for my entire life, but you have a new family now. That's know? right. And, it's a new, and, yeah. And a new uh, and it's a tough thing to wrap your head around, especially when your traditions have been so amazing. But at the end of the day, your significant other's traditions were probably equally Just as amazing. Amazing. Exactly. And, and so 
the that's where the sacrifice and the um, I don't, I don't want to say compromise, but for lack of a better word, compromise, th- those need to come into play. Mm. And, you know, what I would say, you know, it sounds like you guys are are in a good mental state, but I would say to anybody, and this is coming from experience, it's like don't let, don't let that aspect of it ruin what's something, something so amazing, which is Advent, preparation for Christmas, Christmas itself. It's like, it's all beautiful. It's like, how amazing is it that we're, you know, arguing about, I want to spend it with my family. No, I want to spend it with mine. Where that's you a have good, those Where options. you have those families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I mean. it's interesting you say that because I, my parents have a beautiful marriage and they, um, you know, get along all the time. But the fights that I remember being really bad were around the holidays because there were hard, hard things with family right. and families blending and then families being difficult to deal with and all those different things. And, um, yeah, I, I was just thinking, like, the new family. And I was also thinking, as you're saying that, you're kind of, like, you're letting die. Like, you're mourning the loss of, like, your life alone by itself. Because now it's this new life that's being born with your spouse. And you are no longer one but two together. Like, I don't know. I'm not married yet. But that I would think that would be hard because you are your own person, but now you're coming together and creating a new, like you're one flesh with this person now. So where do, where do you end and they begin? And I think uh, sacramentally, that's very profound. And that probably takes a long time to like come, come into yourself in that way with your spouse. So I don't know. God bless you guys. Like that's, that's an interesting thing to think about as someone who's not doing it yet. Yeah. It's so but, funny. We've been married for my goodness, eight, eight years now, something like that. I don't think one Christmas has looked like the other. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like we're still trying to hit our stride when it comes to traditions. That had more to do with the kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I think for the first couple of years that we were married, we we got into a rhythm, and then our daughter was Children. born in 2017. It's like, well, we're probably not going to do this anymore. I don't think it's realistic to do this anymore. Also, we want to be home for this. Well, that's mm-hmm. what and, and especially when they're right. when they're same exactly. age now. <laughs> but oh, see, go ahead. You've been married so for how many years? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. Twenty-seven. See, we got kind of like see? batches. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sorry, I just cut off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, one year married, one year married, twenty-seven. Tell you. Yeah, I mean, it's holidays can be stressful because of that. You know, back and forth. Where are you going to spend it? When you're first married, everybody wants you at their their thing. Generally, you don't host things when you're first married, so things look different. I think when children come into play, like you were saying, Lorenz, changes it up. It changes it up, but it gives you the freedom as a parent to start saying. Zzz, now we need our family now traditions. Now it's our traditions, it's right? It's our family traditions. And right. I think that's kind of what happened for yeah. us. So, totally. Yeah, those <clears throat> first few years, you know, <laughs> I loved my mother-in-law. I loved my mom. I loved my dad and you know, my father-in-law, whatever. But everybody had various expectations of us. Totally. And, yeah, it became, became difficult and... So we just, you know, blew out the house, built an addition, <laughs> had some kids and said, well, we're going to do this. And if everybody wants to come over, come on over. Right. And that's it. And whoever wants to come. And my main mantra was always, I will never make anybody feel guilty. If they have other go. places to go, 
and to do, do it. You're welcome here. Come, come if you can. That feels very for Thanksgiving. wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come for Thanksgiving, come for Christmas, come for whatever. We're having it here with our family. Totally. It's kind of like weddings where you're like, exactly. you know, I'm never going to be upset if somebody doesn't invite me yep. to a wedding, yep. no matter how. Mm-mm. I mean, if it's like my brother, I might be upset. But like, if somebody doesn't yeah, have enough like people or whatever, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting? Not, that life is too short to worry about that. Right. Totally. Yeah. So. But we're, we're touching on the fact that holidays can be hard, right? When you yeah. lose someone that you love and you're, and you're recalling that or you're reshaping your life and your traditions around the emptiness at the table now. Yeah, or... Um, you know, with some people who are who are divorced and they had those traditions and now there's an emptiness right. or there's a wayward child or there's a sickness and, and you're in the hospital and it doesn't look the way it did or there are so many reasons why, why the holidays are, are very hard for many people and um, I have members of my family who've lost uh, children and like they won't take a family picture because it's not their family anymore, mm. you know? So those oh, things are, are very sad. difficult. And um, so I don't know, I think to just hold space for those people and, and to just be compassionate and to be mindful that um, we are blessed if we can go through the holidays and the, the hardest thing we have to deal with is like- A little stress of where to go or what right? to do. And not to minimize yes. that, but just yes. to, to, to also acknowledge no, that well, it, it is a tough thing. Life and, in perspective, right? Yes. And um, yeah, I was just at a retreat recently and it was like all these women and it was like middle-aged moms And this woman really focused on how hard Christmas can be for moms because they wish their son was here, but he lives out of state with his new wife and whatever. And then sometimes there's really heavy things um, that they're carrying and you're supposed to be happy, but like you feel this space and emptiness and um, I don't know, you know, like I, I don't know how people could deal with that without without prayer and without God. Well, that's what it comes down to. I don't know how I, you do as it. As I ring. I, I know. Keep, I, I keep forgetting when I shake my head around. I was laughing before as you were speaking because you're telling these beautiful things and your bell's going in the background. So, we could take these hats off, but I, we're not going to. No, I'm committed now, to man. Are you kidding me? I'm not taking this far. thing off. It'll, no, it'll mess up your hot hair. You'll yeah, have that's why hair. I'm that's actually right. more terrified of what my hair looks like <laughs> under that. So that's why I'm not taking it off. No, but you hit it on the head, right? If at the end of the day, and again, I'm saying this as somebody, and I admitted before, as somebody who has not been putting the birth of our Savior at the front of it, Mm. but if we do, and we did a better job at that, everything else, and and I mean everything else, is so secondary, still good, still amazing to spend time with family. Um, You can totally be upset about the fact that Traditions aren't the same as they used to be. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking from, you know, uh, you know, your mom, right? Or, or my parents or sure. my wife's parents. It's like, well, it changed up for them too when their kids got married and started that's having right. kids. I was so going to say that. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's a tough thing to, you yeah. know, to, to get over as well. But all of that stuff, and, and again, that's good that you are upset about that because it means you had something very amazing, something so special. But if, if we're all putting the birth of our savior at the very top. You said it before, all of it is just, okay. But it's fine. It's all fine. It's all okay because what are we celebrating? We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, our savior, and that has set the stage for eternity. Literally eternity. And for the to, to not to not to touch on Mary, did you know? But in a beautiful way, in a beautiful, <laughs> it is a beautiful song. In a, okay, in a beautiful way to know that Mary 
and Joseph had the hardest Christmas of anybody. Yeah, totally. for sure. Um, nine months pregnant on a donkey, looking for a place to have your baby, and then doing it in in filth, and then putting right. putting the God of the universe in a in a stinky, filthy trough. Like, how did they feel that day? Uh, it's, and, and it's by actually, the way, like and a minute later, being given embalming oils as a gift. I know. Like, like, how about some diapers? This kid's like, gonna die someday. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the meme of the three it's wise like, men and the three wiser yeah, women? Yeah. Did you ever see that? Wait, what was that again? Sorry. There is a meme of the three wise men and then the three wiser women. And the women gave diapers, a casserole. Yeah, that's funny. And like a, some kind of a like swaddling cloth. Or, that's funny. And it's that's like, amazing. yeah, here's some myrrh for when you die. And yeah. you're like, what? Like, what? I like the meme yeah. of like, dude, you brought gold? Dude, there was a limit. I, <laughs> you brought gold? <laughs> Frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> oh so man, funny. no, but you're right. I mean, but oh, like, the, if anyone harder, can relate, you know, to the that. hardness of Christmas the most, it's poor right. people, poor right. people who are going to be refugees right after they give birth. <laughs> like the things that they went through. Like when you really sum it all up, um, it's amazing. And and I think that's another reason to lean into the Holy Family during Advent because totally. they totally get it. You know? No, so. they get it. What else, guys? I said this is an everything Christmas episode. Favorite cookie. Favorite cookie. Oh, man. Gingerbread. I only eat snickerdoodles during Christmas. Uh, no, that's not true. Oh, I love snickerdoodles. What? Okay. No, but snickerdoodles make me think of Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. love, I like snickerdoodles. Big snickerdoodles. No, it's a lemon spritz. A lemon sugar cookie oh, for me. Oh, okay. You're, the, you're that citrus lady? Okay. I do like gingerbread, though. I, I do, do like love gingerbread. Yeah, gingerbread. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like gingerbread. Yummy. I'm going to make mine yeah. tomorrow. I'm oh, so excited. Are you bringing it here? I'm bringing it. Yes, uh, I am. I'm coming back tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Should have brought it, should have made it yesterday. <laughs> I know what I'm tonight. <laughs> a little gingerbread and wine. I, I would have liked that. Oh, I well, love we'll have so to do much. another episode next week. That's right. Um, my and dad, sample them. My dad used to make these little like coconut cookies with a Hershey Kiss pressed into it, oh, and those nice. are like those pretty. Are those are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little coconut yeah. chocolate action going. That's good. You gotta, you that gotta was, make that it. That was a big Christmas memory. I know. I gotta. Learn, I gotta get the recipe. You gotta it. get the recipe. Yeah. You, you gotta make it. I don't know if he ever wrote it down, honestly, but he probably just found it on. Just make sixty batches and see what tastes the best. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what sitcoms do, right? Like, I think so. Yeah, totally. Saw an episode of Friends about that. No, that's good. Christmas cookie, that's a good one. What else? I feel like I'm missing a Christmas category. Are we missing Christmas? Did, they, I mean, uh, did you guys ever Christmas carol when you were kids? Like um, go door to door? Yes. I do it as yes. an adult. Really? Oh. Nice. We get a young adult group together and I wear this exact outfit and then we go door to door, usually in Patchogue. Nice. That's, that's a good neighborhood to go, but Long Beach would be even better. Well, we've done them here, but growing up we did it as kids, yeah. like walking around the neighborhood. That is very so, so fun, and yeah. people don't expect it. And they're like yeah. waiting for you to ask them for something. And you're like, no, no, we're just here to bring joy to you. But they're we like, have oh. done it here. And they bring their With kids out of, the, yeah. out of their beds, and they're like, hey. oh, that's cool. And then you can, and then the amount of times you sing Frosty the Snowman, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's so fun. It's only life giving. It's so just joyful. Mm. So One of my joyful. favorite traditions that I married into is my wife's aunt usually has a big Christmas party on uh, the night of Christmas, so oh. on the 25th. And no matter what, at a certain time, I think this is after dinner, mm -hmm. we all gather into the main area and we all sing a ton of Christmas songs That's together. so fun. Oh, it's so Do they cool. have like a piano? No, it's a cappella, and it's wow. some, some songs Ooh. are rough. <laughs> some songs are rough, but. Uh, <laughs> Not everyone can hit those everyone, oh, holy night hot no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I have a funny, um, I I have a funny Christmas story about Christmas carols. 
Right. So we have, uh, my family loves to talk about politics on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Beautiful tradition. So, so heartwarming. And totally. like, it was just like tensions were rising and it was just getting crazy. No way, really. So then I just came in with bells, literally, and my guitar. And I'm like, okay, it's Christmas carol time. And I threw bells at my uncle and I threw bells at my brother and I threw bells at my dad. I'm like, everyone shake the bells. Jingle bells. And, just, <laughs> and honestly, like the whole mood was like shifted. Of course. And it was so fun. And now we do that every year. That's because great. Because it just like cuts the tension. No, 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 no. I just happened. I just happened to be. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> jingle bell. No, it has not. I don't mean that it was me. I just it mean was you. Christmas carols Take have credit, a, like a really beautiful way of like sweeping you to another place where it's just everyone's in a good place. So. Yeah. They are fun. Yeah, so when, uh, if my family starts talking politics in May, I'm just going to start singing Christmas carols. Yeah. Throw <laughs> some sleigh bells in their face. <laughs> Why do you have those? Because I knew you'd talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think is going to win the uh, nomination? Uh, jingle bells. <laughs> jingle bells. <laughs> I mean, what, up, what, worked was, what worked was that they all went for it. Like, they could have all been like, are you kidding? But they, to their credit, they were all about it. So Very nice. Awesome. I like it. Christmas cookies, Christmas songs. We hit it all, guys. Yeah. It's really, really so. good yeah. stuff. So we're, uh, let's wrap Wait, it up. I have one thing. Oh. How do you keep Christmas going throughout the rest of the year? Throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, so the what season, about, like, the let's start with the 12 the days that Christmas is. The rest, throughout the rest of the year. Like, yeah. is there anything that you do to keep Christmas in your heart or your home? throughout the rest of the Aww, year. Well, you put the question out, so give us a second okay, to think. Okay, so this and, is what and, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she had an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was setting herself up. What else I do, Sonny? Mrs. Claus, it's always Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easy Christmas to do in the North Pole. And to, bring it back, <laughs> to bring it back to Jesus, of course. No, um, so what I do, I have this adorable, teeny tiny, it's like, like this big, and it's just, it's Mary, teeny tiny Mary, teeny tiny Joseph, teeny tiny um, Jesus, and one little sheep. I thought I had two. <laughs> what I, could this possibly be? I thought, I think a sheep might have went down the sink. Anyway, <laughs> all year long, <laughs> so I have this teeny tiny little itty bitty just nativity set. And the entire year, it sits on my... Kitchen windowsill. So it doesn't matter what season it is. They're there for Easter. They're there for, you know, Halloween. They're there for St. Patrick's Day, Valentine, everything. And so, and my children will often and have often asked, why why do we keep, you know, why do we keep the Holy Family there? Because I want to keep Christmas in my heart all year long. And so when I look at that. So wholesome. When I look at that, I remember to do that. That's we cool. do that unintentionally. We, <laughs> we, we literally you forget pack to put it away. <laughs> everything up, and without fail, is that there's one? always one ornament, or oh, no, yeah, not ornament, nice. but like one decoration, one decoration that stays on the wall, and it'll stay there for the entire but it's year. Because I think <laughs> so. then you could be like, how did I feel? You know, what touched my heart during that time, and how do you keep that going throughout the rest of the Well, year? now that's what I'm going to tell people when that they point precious. it out. Before I used to We're say, I'm just Christmas too lazy to bring it upstairs. <laughs> so you're like, you're like, well, if it's your elf hat, you might have a hard time like, getting yeah, behind right. that. You're 
Mrs. Claus. Yes, yes. Mrs. Yes. Claus said, keep my Christmas, keep, keep Christmas in my heart. A, a little that's bit. Right. 365 that's a, that's days a, that's a lovely. Right. That's keep nice. Christ in Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And keep right. Christmas in all the time. Yeah, keep Christmas in. That's right. Keep Christmas in your, yeah. That's good. I don't have an answer to that. That's something I need to work on. Yeah, I want to pray about that one. That's that's a lovely thing to meditate with. What mass do you guys go to? Uh, Ooh. I, I I like the idea of the midnight, but I feel like most churches Ooh. don't even do a midnight mass. No, they You're don't. Fine. They bring they it. Do you like could, a, you they could do like find an one, but not. Yeah. Or, ten. Lame, or ten. Sometimes ten. But I've, I, tip, like my whole life growing up, we usually, my dad lectured, so like usually wherever he was reading was the one we would go to. A lot of the time it was like 10.30 a.m. on okay. Sunday morning. What about recently? Christmas morning, I mean. Um, I'm trying to remember. Like last year was the first year that like Julia and I went to Christmas mass together. I'm pretty sure, but we were engaged. It was like a week before our wedding, um, and that was, I believe, Sunday morning. Nice. I forget. It might have been Christmas Eve. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I think it might. I think it was Christmas. My Eve, sense actually. is it was Christmas Eve. We're, uh, yes, we it are, was Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah, because her, her family does Christmas Eve like party. And Your wife's here. That. We should totally so. ask her. She has a better memory than you. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, I'm trying not. I'm trying not to get confirmation from her because I'm, I know she's going to be like, you, you idiot. Yes, it was Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't call me an idiot, but it might okay, be. Okay, yeah. But you know. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. We're we're a four o'clock. I mean, like as a family, we are a. And it, it, Christmas Eve? The Christmas Eve. Yeah. And it, unfortunately, it has this get it out of the way stigma, mm-hmm. which, is, which isn't like entirely false. It's right? convenient. It's you convenient. Have a lot of, yeah. We, 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 we go to mass and then and you we gather. have the festivities. Right. Then, and then the next day, honestly, who wants to get out of their pajamas on Christmas? And, and the kids are playing with their toys that yeah. they just got from Santa. Right. And I, I remember breaking that up when I was a kid. Like, I, I just opened up all my gifts last night. I opened up my gift from Santa. I'm in about to, like, I'm having so much fun playing with it. All right, now let's get to Mass. And again, mm-hmm. I'm a kid. I'm like, ah. So, honestly, we do the 4 o'clock Christmas morning. We don't, like, we're not getting out of the house now. So mm-hmm. so that's that's what we're doing. What about you guys? Which Mass do you do? It's different for me now because I work in the church and I usually play music. And, ugh. Honestly, I'm leaving my, you know, family dinner to go play music and then mm-hmm. I'm coming back late or I'm leaving early to go do midnight or I'm waking up not with my family. And so that that's a little bit of a bummer uh, when you work in the church. And what it, I offer it up for the priests, because if you think about how hard they work on holidays, mm-hmm. totally. those are their busiest days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they don't get to relax with their families until all their 57 masses per parish are done. Right. So in that sense, it's an honor because I just think, you know, this is the time that all the people kind of come out of the woodwork and are drawn to the church and someone has to be there to serve them. And so lately I have um, done all different masses at different times in different cities and places. And then I kind of join my family when I can. But as a kid, uh, we, I think we probably did Christmas Eve as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, let's all just like say a special prayer for our priests um, and our seminarians and those who serve us. Because if you think about how special Christmas is, it's because we have the church. <laughs> it's because we have people that are giving us Jesus at mass. It's because we have uh, the scriptures. It's because we have our traditions in our community. And people show up and they turn the lights on and they sing the music and they're not with their families when you guys are. And Absolutely. Like, we sure. never really think about that. Um, and, as there's- and I never did either until I started kind of doing it. Right. So. 
Right. Anyway, I just now now I think about it differently um, because well, of that. As, as there's fewer and fewer priests too, it becomes more and more taxing. On That's them. right. Yeah. For sure. yeah. So shout they, out to, they worked uh, so hard on the feast days. Yeah. Shout out to if you have kids to just like pray for them to find their vocation, whatever it is, and if it is priesthood, be open to it. Because yeah. Yeah. we, we do need more priests in the future. And so. then if they become priests, you could go to like so many different options of church because you could right. just go to your kids' mass. See, the only time I've ever thought <laughs> it's a about... super deep thought in <laughs> <Yeah>. the future. <laughs> the but... only time I've thought about that, and this is going to sound horrible, it wasn't around Christmas or spending Easter with their family. Mm-hmm. It was Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I've always thought that in my head. It was like... Oh man, there's a five o'clock mass on Sunday night. What a night. terrible time to have a mass. <laughs> not <making> that <laughs> but not only that, and I've and I've had confirmation. You're like, oh boy, about, I feel bad for that. Priest. I feel bad for, the, for that. <laughs> right. But but another reason why is there's like seven people seven in the people. pews, yeah, <laughs> like, right? Because they're it all true. And, so. the, and the good priests will say like it's worth it to be there, and I'm privileged to do this and whatever, you know. And I'm sure they mean that, but I think it's also a sacrifice, right? So it's like both. All right, we'll do a Super Bowl episode. I think it's a sacrifice, <laughs> yes. but I do think if they walk out and and they see that the churches are filled and, mm. you know, I think there's a it's sense life-giving. of... It's life-giving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a confirmation Absolutely. of their vocation and everything. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of things, right? Yeah. That's a lot of things like, I mean, we talked about sacrifice before and compromise before, but when you're when you're in it, you know, hopefully you have that, you know, that fulfilling right. feeling and knowing what you're doing and it's for for the greater good. Essentially, and, and you Listen, know, we, we pray that, that that that's what they during experience. During COVID, I mean, one of the best things I think Beach Catholic ever did was the Christmas mass with the big screens down. It was a drive-in, a yeah, drive-in, drive-in Christmas mass. mass. I mean, it just was. You can't even. I think you said it once. It was like magic in a bottle, like right? right? Like it was like it just was. It, it doesn't compare to being in a church, I know, on Christmas, but it was just a beautiful mm. way to be in a community of people in a time where we couldn't be. To and cap we, off 2020. And we really yeah. captured it. Totally. And it was incredible, and the honking of the horns, and playing of It's a Wonderful Life. We played It's a Wonderful you know, Life, that's right. So, I mean, that that is just an amazing... Christmas memory, I think, for our churches down here. Right. Um, yeah. But anyway, to get back to my churches, and when I go to uh, when I go to mass, I mean, I'm a lot older than all of you, so I've ran the gamut on the church time of when I've attended. But I think, for the most part, I've gone in the evenings, Christmas Eve, Christmas throughout Eve. my life, and you know, as a you know maybe 20 year old or so, I might have hit the the midnight mass after, you know, <laughs> hanging out with friends first, and that didn't always work out well because, you know, whatever. But then, <laughs> you know, but moving on with families, uh, we've always done, like, the Christmas Eve masses, mm-hmm. the four o'clocks, and working for the church. I was always pretty much over the last 14 years at the four o'clock mass because a lot of times we'd have children there doing different little angel shepherd things. Mm. That kind of went away during COVID COVID times. But actually, last year, we went to the uh, 5.30 Mass, which was inside the church at St. Mary's. And that was was beautiful. Nice. I don't think I had been inside a church 
before Christmas, because usually it's, it's like hall, in the hall, yeah. because you got a hot, you know. Also, it's like on my heart right now uh, to maybe talk about the Christmas and Easter crowd. Like as as maybe I'm assuming that people who listen to this podcast maybe more of the um, regular church going mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's the case. Yeah, I was about to say that might be a good place to land. Is like. Well, you, I'll let you continue your thought, but like specifically, like the how people do you keep who the people in how to, <laughs> how to how to communicate with people who may only go on Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, right. right. And I, I think just if you think about it from an advertisement perspective, you have a lot of a captive audience there. And I know, you know, it, it's not fair to put that pressure on a priest to try to like, you know, um, hey, welcome. To, We're glad you're here, but come on back. Yeah, yeah, and and I know in my heart I've gone through seasons of like, gosh, like. You know, like in, I'm ashamed of this, but like a judgment, like you know that that can that can arise, and maybe just to um, to invite people to really be very warm and welcoming, and really encourage people. We're so glad you're here. Yeah. You know, like it's awesome that you're here. Um, we would love to see you next Come week. Come on back. And Even if somebody sits in your pew. <laughs> right, like everyone just chill with that, right? But it, I, I yeah. just think like that's that's Namely, an interesting dynamic name. because we like we, I, I'm just I'll I'll say I right I uh, can get frustrated that there's so few people on a regular basis, and then when they come, I'm like, oh, of course you come, <laughs> you know, like I it, the the worst part of me that's not uh, you know um, being as Christian as I ought to be. Can have that that's that sense, and I have to, I uh, over the years have have had a lot more compassion and intention and um, understanding of why people would get to a place where they um, would would sort of make it like like a, a punctuation twice a year. And um, but anyway, I, I think um, just just to be super intentional, if we are church going people, to be the type of Christian that is attractive. And when I say that, I just mean inviting, warm, welcoming, um, hospitable, and really praying for the people that are there. Please, God, inspire them with something really beautiful, so that they 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 want to return for you, right. for you. And if they encounter you powerfully, they're gonna they're gonna do that, you know. Um, so and and just to like for us to be good Christians and to really pray for those people, um, and continue to to invite the them and welcome them back. Yeah, and and I don't know if that connects with anybody, but like no, I mean it connects I, with me. I, I I've yeah. totally gotten back and forth in that. I think recently I've tried to get into that mentality of like, listen, it's a blessing that they're there even for the holidays now, because that uh, twice a year crowd <clears throat> is slowly turning into a never crowd. Sure. You know, yeah. even even for the holidays. So, you mm -hmm. know, just uh, thankful that they're there and. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think you, you hit it on the head. It's like, hit the nail on the head. It's like, listen, though, just be thankful they're there. Be super welcome, uh, welcoming, making sure that they feel at home, even though they probably don't. And at the end of the day, that that's one thing that they're not doing right. And I'm putting that in quotes, right? I got to get off my high horse. Right. <laughs> like, like, there are plenty of things they that, might not be. Right. And in speaking to different people, um, I just, uh, this came up in a conversation recently, so I just thought I would mention it, that um, I think when those people do come, they feel out of place because they don't know when to stand and sit or what to say. Right. And so maybe to encourage them uh, or to have some way to meet them in like, hey, you're making, your, you're, you're making this effort to be here. Like, I can help, help you feel more comfortable and less... 
uh, uncomfortable if that's something that you are experiencing. But especially as Catholics, there's like a system of how you pray the mass. And we take that for granted that like we know when to stand and when to sit and what to say and how to do this before the gospel. And like, those are all things that I think make people feel, oh, people know that I'm not like a regular. You're not in the club. Yes, <laughs> and that's what a terrible thing to feel right. like if right. you were totally. trying to right. draw close to God at Christmas right. or Easter, right. and then you feel like super judged. And you don't know, yeah, you don't <laughs> so know what to So I just say. like yeah. thought that was something that would be a valuable, um, you know, No, I'm glad point you brought that up. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you have something to say, Sean? Well, whenever I think about this, I, I mean, part of me thinks about, I brought up like Adeste Fidelis before, which is mm -hmm. O Come All You Faithful, the song that probably most people know. And like, again, like thinking about the lyrics of some of these songs that are played at Christmas liturgies, O Come All You Faithful, Joyful and Triumphant, O Come Ye, O Come Ye to Bethlehem. Yes, mm -hmm. correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Right? And it's <laughs> like, <laughs> come and behold him. Born, this. Born, Born the King of the Angels. King of Angels. So like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, what is going on that's drawing another 200-plus people to Mass that are normally there, you know, in, in some parish, whatever the number is, right? Like, what's happening? I, I do think that there's something deep in the human psyche that sees, like, the end of a year and, like, the, the darkness coming to an end and, like, the days starting to get longer again. That's, like, something that God built into us where there's, like, hope renewed. I think that there is wisdom in Christmas being at this time of year that the church put into place where... Like, this is the hope that we have, is this Savior being coming into the world. This is the light that's before us. And, like, people recognize that in their, like, even if it's not an outward religiosity, if they're not going to Mass every Sunday or they're not practicing Catholics, like, there is something that's pulling them towards church at that time. And it's something that, like, that needs, needs to be engaged with on Christmas and also, like, every Sunday when people, if some, it's one of these things, kind of like what you're saying, like, there's going to be people who aren't the most comfortable in church if they're not going all the time. But, like, regardless if somebody's really comfortable or not comfortable, like, if you see somebody that seems approachable and you're willing to make that approach, do it. And, like, introduce yourself and be friendly. Maybe even go crazy and, like, ask them to grab coffee at some point in the future. If be they, crazy. If they live in your community, like, yeah. ask them to grab lunch or, like, grab a drink at a bar or something. Like exchange phone numbers or social media yeah. or something crazy, you know, like nobody, I mean, we're- Have a human encounter, like yeah, a real one. Yeah. yeah, and again, like, you know, depending <laughs> on where you live or what kind of community you're in or whatever, maybe that's more normal, maybe it's less, but like, I think as Catholics, like, it's just something that we're not super comfortable with a lot of the time. And when we think about like why Christ came into the world, like why we're going to behold this like tiny baby in a manger at Christmas time, like spiritually, it's because these are the challenges that he came to give us. And if I, I mean, again, we, we're all given the disclaimers. Like, I'm not perfect at it. None of us are. But if we can try to be that person, like, <laughs> it's, it's one of these things. If everybody can get one person, all of a sudden we've doubled the congregation, right? Correct. We've doubled the number of people potentially going to heaven all of a sudden, you know? Like, so just do that to one person and see what happens. And you may get shut down and nobody likes to think about rejection, but... If you get rejected by somebody you don't know, what's the big deal anyway, you know? Totally. So. Too. Good. Beautiful. Beautiful, guys. Everything Christmas. I think we nailed it. Do we end by saying Merry Christmas? Absolutely. And that's you want to sing it, Mrs. Always say I Merry Christmas. Say Merry we'll go Christmas. Final, <laughs> final Christmas thoughts. We'll do that. Final Christmas thoughts moving around. If you have anybody you want to say Merry Christmas to specifically, uh, oh. by, by all means, right? 
So uh, my final thoughts are, are the fact that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we've got, if you, whether you have a family, whether you're newly married, whether you're single, uh, you know, we, we got to put somebody at the top of the list, right? And this, uh, I'm taking the easy one, guys. I'm taking that easy takeaway from today's episode, which is, you know, Jesus first, right? Um, and and it, I think we're all guilty of, uh, in, in one aspect or, or another during Advent, of not doing that. So that's the biggest, that's my biggest takeaway and something I need to do for sure. But um, I think we'll all be happier because of that. And obviously a, a big, big Merry Christmas to, you know, to, to all my, my family. And um, God bless my, my grandmother, who's turning uh, 90 Amen. this month. Uh, so big Merry Christmas to her. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh, I also forgot, I asked uh, my eldest two daughters what their favorite things about Christmas that I could say on the podcast today. Um, Lainey, uh, my eldest, said her favorite thing about Christmas was just spending time together as a family. Aww. What a beautiful, beautiful, enlightened five-year-old. Yeah. Um, Logan said opening gifts, which is also good, too. <laughs> and also a little, that's... A uh, more par for the course. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, as, a, as a three-year-old, yeah. but... Um, you know, Lainey and Logan with our with their favorite things to do so around cute. Christmas. So, uh, uh, Merry Christmas to to everybody who's listening. If you want to go, Teresa. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why thank you is coming to mind, but like just thank you, Jesus, for being the Prince of Peace in a world that's so full of unpeace, just unrest, and uh, the light of the world and place that's so full of darkness. Like that is a message that never gets old. We always need peace, and we always need light. So this is people put lights on their mantles on their trees right. on their houses and maybe they don't know it but it's because jesus is the light and it reminds us of that right. even if we're not religious and um so i'm just so grateful that the joy of the season comes from a christian place it comes from you know it just comes from that so whether or not we understand that or kind of know our story i'm so grateful that i'm so proud as a christian during december for that and uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to my sister who I live with. And uh, I think we'll be waking up on Christmas in our apartment together in our little thing with our kitty cat. Nice, <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh, so pathetic that sounds. That's beautiful. But, uh, <laughs> but um, and then, yeah, just like, yeah, I have some members of my family who are not uh, churchgoers, but I just like thinking of them right now uh, that they would um, just saying Merry Christmas to them, they would be able to receive an inspiration to return maybe this Christmas. That's nice. Jerry. Well, I think I just want to go back to what I was saying earlier, that um, I think my wish for everyone is that they can keep that beautiful feeling of Jesus and Christmas in their heart throughout, throughout the year. And uh, so I wish that for everyone who's listening. And I certainly wish my family, who I love with all my heart, my husband and my three children, who are the light of my world, underneath Jesus, of <laughs> course, That's right. because Jesus is the light of the world. Um, you know, just just sending out a beautiful Merry Christmas to everybody and my family as well. But definitely keep that feeling of love of Christ in your heart throughout the year. All right. It's always tough to go last, Sean, but uh, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, a lot of repeat themes with family. Um, certainly my wife, like, I'm, I'm really excited just to see, like, what our future holds going into our second year of marriage and everything. Um, my family, it's been, like, a year of, like, 
great tragedy and great joy, especially over the last two years. My, my father passed, like I mentioned, and um, my, one of my uncles passed this year as well, kind of unexpectedly. And, you know, he was, again, in his, in his 60s, so feels early. Um, so hold the Murrays, the Murray family in my heart this Christmas and be praying for them a lot. Um, but I think just for everyone out there, especially like we were talking about before, who, who are going without in any capacity, um, if you did lose somebody recently, if you are going hungry or homeless, if you are um, in a situation that's not good, just know that like Jesus is there for all of us and all of you. And I, I will tear up talking about it, but like just knowing that like heaven lies in wait for us if we're willing to go out and grasp for it and like those those wounds you have now will be healed and those people that are missing will be back with you and those hardships that you have will be lifted and you know jesus's yoke is uh his his yoke is easy and his burden is light he tells us and that's just something that everybody should accept in their lives and that's you know what i'll hope and pray for amen amen and god willing we are uh you know we'll be able to see a lot of our loved ones after this world because the savior was born and opened up and and let and opened up that way for us to be able to do so so amen thankful for you guys for sure um and a big big merry christmas to all of our listeners um, you know, we, uh, I said it, I, I posted during Thanksgiving, but Sean, myself, and obviously our guests, we're all very thankful for, uh, for every single one of you. You guys are very loyal. Um, and, and we just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Um, as always, just make sure you subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, the whole nine, Instagram, at just a parishioner, just a parishioner.com. We'll name it all. But, but again, Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas. That's Merry the biggest thing, Christmas. right? Say Merry Christmas. Yes, say right? Merry Christmas. Absolutely. So Merry Christmas to all of you. And please know that uh, we are praying for every single one of you. I'm carrying it myself.